Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. And we are excited to be back. How are you? How was your week? I know it was your birthday um last Tuesday the 16th. Mhm. How did it go? It was good. You didn't do anything exciting on your birthday like dinner or anything? Oh, on my birthday? No, I didn't. Wow. You really just let them work you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't do anything. I can't even say I had something exciting planned for me. It's a Tuesday. What do you do on a Tuesday? Nothing. I mean, you're your own boss, so you can do whatever you want. I don't know why people think that's a... Yeah. It's not a thing. Just because I have my own boss does not mean I get to do whatever I want. That's not true. Who told you that? I mean, that's what I assume. Yeah, it's wrong. Oh, okay. Well, did you do anything? Did you go to at least dinner on Saturday or Sunday? Because I know that you know you. You you just want to mind my business. Yes, I went out on the weekend. Yes, I did. I did some things. Okay. If you didn't catch my stories, oh well. I did some things. I was just asking, you know, just to kind of see how you were doing. That's all. I'm pretty sure that everybody else would want to know. Because you're nosy. I'm just actually trying to look out for you and your safety. I was safe. Good. I was just trying to make sure you weren't out there skeezing and getting kidnapped. You know, people are turning up left and right after being kidnapped or being sold into the sex trafficking stuff. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not that serious. So, excuse me for being a concerned friend. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Yeah, here we go. Here we are. Mm. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad How you enjoyed yourself. weekend? My weekend was actually pretty good. It was actually really busy. Um, so my, my younger brother, he plays seven on seven football, which is now like the AAU of football. So if you know, in basketball, you have the travel basketball team, which is AAU and you have tournaments on the weekend. So he had one in Jacksonville this weekend. Um, and usually my mom takes them, but she went to visit, um, my dad in Louisiana and due to the snowstorm, she actually got stuck there. So she was supposed to come back this past Wednesday. Um, she actually just got back today, and today is Monday, the twenty second. Mm. So she's been gone for a week. Yeah, well, over a week. So she left last Saturday, um, mm. and she's supposed to be back on Wednesday. But they had a snowstorm on like maybe Tuesday, maybe Monday, and then uh-huh. she mm-hmm. thought she would be out on Wednesday, but the forecast showed that it was going to be another snowstorm on Wednesday and Thursday. So her flight Wednesday got canceled um, and they rebooked it for the flight on this past Friday. Um, But due to the snowstorm on Thursday and I guess back to back, it was too much snow that had melted. So the flight Friday got canceled. So they rebooked it for Sunday. Right. Um, But due to what's going on in Texas and everywhere else, the connecting flights to where she was in Louisiana, um, they were canceled. So her flight Sunday got canceled again. So it pushed it out to Monday. Um, 
so yeah, I was pretty much on big sister duty where I had to take him to Jacksonville. Um, then I had to go to Miami, uh, Sunday and then now we're here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So you've been busy. I have been. And actually I was, you know, trying to do more for myself coming up this year, like spend more time with myself, you know, just get a break. But I actually just made my life a little bit, um, more busier. I agreed to coach AAU girls basketball, um, with a real team. <laughs> Because there are there are a plethora of different, because so it's only a few people that can get me out of retirement when it comes to coaching. Um, Anyone that does know me personally, they know that I used to coach basketball. I used to play basketball and I actually love basketball, but I stepped away from coaching because I couldn't really handle this new generation um, and their ability to not really be coachable. I couldn't really handle the parents um, thinking their kids are all world when their kids are not as good as they think they are because they haven't been exposed to better talent. Um, it was just a number of different things and why I had to step back. Um, I didn't have the patience for it. Um, and the game is a lot different than when I played as far as the passion for the game and those wanting to learn and actually be better um, and put in the time and energy into being better players. Um, so I stepped away. I was like, I'm not going back into coaching until like the next generation come or, you know, we get some, some better individuals that want to play this game of basketball. Um, so I had hung up my whistle and all that shit. Um, and then one of my good friends that I've known for over like 12 plus years, she called me and was like, um, Hey, you want to, I know this may be far fetched, but I would love for you to be my assistant coach with drama ball. So, of course, I had to ask her all the details, like what type of team it is, because it's a million and one um, travel basketball teams, but not all of them are actually exposure ones, meaning like they just play locally. But mm-hmm. this team, they actually travel, meaning they go to the circuit tournaments, the big ones like Nike, Adidas, Blue Stars, and those are the ones where the scouts will be at, where you get scouted as far as reports with other recruiters. Um, so the talent level that we're looking for, they're going to come try to play for us because we play at the bigger and more exposure tournaments. Um, And those type of kids that I want to coach would be the ones that are going to play for this team because they're going to take it serious. They want to play at the next level. Um, So that's probably why why I decided to become one of my good friends, assistant coaches, because I know the talent level is different and I know the parents understand that, you know, they have to work hard in order to play and they may even get cut. Even if you bring them out, they may get cut. But this is, we're taking the top girls out of the state of Florida. The best of the best. Um, and we can only choose 11 girls. And I want to say they have practiced this past Saturday um, just to kind of see what who may come out. And it was over 75 girls. So it's, it's, it's going to be a, a busy season. Um Next weekend, this upcoming weekend, rather, um, we have two days worth of tryouts on the 27th and 28th. So I'll pretty much be occupied um, after next weekend. So what days is this happening? What, the tryouts? Say that again. When are you going to start practicing and stuff? Um, Like, what are your days? Like, how many days are you investing in this in a week? Well, so thankfully, this is like one of a top team. So where we're taking the best of the best in the state of Florida, we're only practicing on the weekends, which works better for everybody. 
Um, my friend who's the head coach, she has two kids, so she absolutely cannot practice during the week. Um, yeah, everybody has a life. And then the kids that are coming from Miami that are possibly make the team that are coming from Jacksonville or Tallahassee, they have to be able to make it. So Saturday and Sunday will be our days that we are practice. But once we get our team finalized with who's going to be on whichever team, that's when we'll have a bigger, a better idea as far as when we'll be practicing. But I know that all of July we will be gone. Um, we're going to Chicago. We are going to Washington. We're going somewhere else. Um, April, we're going to Milwaukee and a couple other places. So, yeah. We'll and what's the COVID? Of, like, what are y'all doing for that? Like, how do you even play when there's all this stuff happening? So, pretty much last year was, it was a disaster because pretty much these tournaments and everything was canceled because we were just handling the pandemic. But I would assume that it would be the same way that they're handling um, collegiate sports or collegiate basketball, rather, where you have the seats apart. Um, and you're probably only going to be able to be able to be in the gym with the team that you're playing against. Um, and the parents will only be able to stay for your game that you're watching for whoever child. But afterwards, you will probably have to exit and leave the gym. Um, that's what they started doing earlier this year or the end of last year where usually if you went to these tournaments, you can stay and watch other teams play. You can scout them and different things of that nature. But now I'm pretty sure they're going to make you leave um, after you finish playing. Mm. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. Um, We'll see. We shall see. Okay. I'm excited. I know it's something that you like to do, so I understand why you're excited. Yeah, because I feel like the people that are going to be around me are great coach is a great coaching staff. Um, and I think we feed off of each other. So it's a totally different dynamic than what it was before for me. Not that I didn't like my, the prior coaching staff I was with. It's just this one. I can resonate more because we all played together. So we have the same mindset when it comes to what we're looking for and the style that we want to do when it comes to playing. So it makes it a lot easier because we kind of know what we're thinking and what we all need to work on. Um, as far as helping them get better. And then, of course, I love giving back. Um, that's one of my things. My biggest thing is making sure that every day I bless someone in some way, um, not just monetarily, but in any form or fashion. So this is my way of giving back my time, my knowledge or whatever, um, free of charge. Look at you. Yeah, you know, trying to get <laughs> trying to get in heaven. <laughs> Listen, every day I wake up, I'm giving back to the world, okay? I'm here. Uh, that okay. So that's your mm-hmm. that's your philosophy. Mm-hmm. Me being here is is enough. Okay. Well, if you get to have a conversation with me, if I, you know, if we get to have a if, conversation, if I engage with you on any day, that is me giving back. If we get to have a conversation with you. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are like you, Michelle Obama. Like, if um, we... no, because she has to have conversations with people. <laughs> <laughs> she has to speak to people. I don't. Okay. So whatever extra I give, that's giving back. Right. I will like. I would like to applaud you because you are growing. I can see the growth in you. So. <laughs> You guys, this past weekend, right? This past Sunday, I got a new car, right? So she sees this car that I have and she congratulates me. Like she said, congrats without an insult. 
And it almost was really kind of scary. And I didn't really like it because it didn't feel right. Um, you, see, you see how you, you try to be just regular with people? You went too far. You skipped steps. to just say congratulations. You know, that's it. But you you skipped this up because I'm so used to you giving insults. So if you would have gave a medium insult like congrats, stupid, it would have felt better. But you just skipped the whole insult thing and gave me something good. I didn't feel like an insult was needed. The congrats was sincere. And that was it. That's all I had was congrats. I think... I don't know. That's like, that's my love language. Um, insults. Oh, so you want me? Okay, fine. I'll insult you more often then. Yeah, like because I like. I guess because I like giving back insults. So if someone insults me, it makes me feel better when I insult them back. Like you started it first. <sighs> <laughs> that's why I told you. Okay, fine. You want to insult? Well, here it is. <laughs> I don't know. What I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. I just don't Cause it's like When I'm regular, it's a problem. When I'm an asshole, it's a problem. I, I don't get it. It's just it's weird because it's like when someone just gives me a compliment, I'm like, okay, I guess. All right, thank you, maybe. So, you know what? I should have just never said anything. That's no, what I should have No, you can say something, but... Like, I didn't see that you had got a new vehicle. <laughs> okay, no, I didn't I, say I didn't, ignore me. I should have said nothing. I didn't say ignore me now. Like now you're going you gotta have a happy medium because ignore me is 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 the wrong thing to do. Okay, yeah, just, I'm a, done. just a happy medium, that's all. I just want our the dynamics of our relationship to stay the same. That's all. Got it. I'm a, I will work on it. I appreciate I will it. Do my best to give that to you. I appreciate it. You know, I'm glad that you're so flexible in regards to how I like to be shown love. I what appreciate are we talking it. about today? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. I'm done. Well, wow. Jeez, you just ended that conversation. It done. Wow. What are we talking about? So I want to know, do you or do you not believe in soul ties? If so, or if not, why? Oh God! This is just this strictly your opinion. I just want to know if you believe. Um, I do. I do believe in them. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. it, is that based on experience, or is that just based on <laughs> what you see within others? Because I know for myself, well, I believe no. I, I'm, I'm both. Okay. Yeah, both. I've I've seen it in myself, and I've seen it in others. Yeah, I believe in soul ties. Yeah, I think um, I believe in soul ties um, to a certain extent. Um, I I believe in them, especially almost in any dynamics of any situation. I feel like um, it's more prevalent in actual relationships between woman and man, or man and man or woman and woman or whatever those type of relationships versus friendships but they are prevalent in every dynamics of a relationship um i think the most toxic ones would definitely be the ones that you suffer from with another partner um just because i feel like they just make you hold on to them longer than what you should 
So okay, who, who, say that again. I'm sorry. You're saying that. Go ahead. No, I'm just Re- saying. I'm repeat. saying that any any soul any soul ties with partners that you are with or have been with or whatever the situation was, I feel like those are the most toxic ones. Um, because they make you hold on to that individual longer than what you should is, and sometimes it makes you psych yourself out and as if maybe you love them, but it's, I don't know. You have to love an individual in order to, I feel to have a soul tie. Really? I don't, I don't even know if that is. Then 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 how did your soul tie? It's just it's it's something about them that gravitates you. I don't know if it's the, for instance, makeup sex is probably the biggest one that that toxic sex that you have that could be the biggest thing. Makeup but then sex is not toxic. Why do you say that that's toxic? Because you don't need it. It's bad for you. It's fucking poison. But you crave it so much. Okay. You, you crave it. Yeah, it's like your favorite. That's very uh. That's very aggressive. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's aggressive. Like it's like your favorite candy. Like you know when you're trying to lose weight, you don't need that fucking sneaker bar. You don't need it. But when you see it at the store at Walgreens when you're getting ready to check out for fifty cents or two for a dollar, you just you can't resist it. You buy it and you say, Okay, I'm gonna save it for later. But no, you eat it in the car on the way home. It's toxic. Okay, so I just looked at Google. The The definition of a soul tie, the concept of soul ties is simple. Okay, connecting with someone sexually will leave some of that person's spirit with you, whether good or bad. <laughs> the, more, the more sexual connection you have um, with different people, the more a bit of each person is left with you and pieces of yourselves become a part of them. <clears throat> That sounds rough. I mean, that's what it is, but it sounds rough. I don't like it. But so, like every definition I'm seeing is con- it's is this defining a soul tie through sexual um, interaction. Yeah, not that's... just um, not just regular interaction. It's always coming from the sex first before anything else. Right. That's why I said between a partner, that's the most prevalent one. That's the most toxic one because that's the one that lingers on longer than any other one. I, well, it's, shit, if it's good sex, why not have a soul tie? <laughs> <laughs> so you're ready to risk everything <laughs> for a toxic I'm dick. Not, I mean, I'm not risking everything. That's what, what is, it makes you what do. What are we risking, really? It gets out of hand. It becomes uncontrollable. You don't listen to shit nobody got to tell you, especially when it comes to whoever your soul is tied with. And, you know, it, it just as the definition just stated that bits and pieces of different individuals, you know, maybe tied to you, but it's always used that one or two people that has this soul tie. And what I've seen and what I've experienced myself is that no matter what happens in life, they usually are the individual where you will always run back to them or you will always make time for them. No matter who you're with or where you are, you will make time for them. And it's not even necessarily that you even care for them, not that you even want to be with them. It's just, it's, it's hard to describe because it's just, a, it's something tied to them. 
It's almost like you you're twins. When you think this sounds good to me, I don't understand what the problem. Yeah, this is the old Alicia that that I know, the toxic one, the asshole one. <laughs> because that that's this sounds great to you, and it sounds. This is my this is my, this is my other way of leaving behind my legacy and be- <laughs> 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 the same way. And helping and doing good. And what did you say you be doing what you try to do every day? What did you say that was? I try to be a blessing to someone every day. Right. This is my way of trying to be a blessing. I leave a little piece of myself. Hopefully the best piece of myself. I, you know, that's actually kind of scary because I couldn't imagine you a man. You would probably have a plethora of different kids. Jesus. Because if you think this is okay to leave a a legacy behind, <laughs> I can see you Why being one of so those funny? guys that got like 15 kids and said that, it, and you will give this excuse that if something ever happened to you, you want to make sure you're still on this earth in some way or form. I just want to be left with people. <laughs> I want you to always remember. But what are they trying to remember? Like your smile, your person. Now, yeah, like- yeah, that all comes with it. <laughs> If you have a sex tie with a, 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 a sex tie, if you have a soul tie with somebody, you're all, you're still gonna remember all the other things too. <laughs> you don't you don't think you can? You're still gonna remember all the other things along with that thing. But it starts with sex first. It starts with sex, and That's then you what think Jonah about. Was saying. I, I didn't necessarily thought think that soul tie started with sex only. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that you could. I feel like you could have a very strong sexual connection with somebody, um, but you're not going to know that until you have the sex. So if, if you already have a really good relationship with the person prior to, um, I feel like that your so your your soul tie is a little different because there is an actual bond in a relationship. Now, if you're just one night standing people or just hooking up with people, how much of you? Okay, the reason I say that, how much of you are you really leaving with people if you're not being like? Um, I don't I don't want to make it sound cheesy and say love making, but like if you're not. If if I pick up somebody, if I hook up with somebody and he's hitting it from the back, I don't even look at you in your eye. Right. How are we soul tying? That that I'm now just getting whatever I'm getting, right? Right. Now that's so I don't the... feel like every single person is gonna leave a piece of them. Right. Um, right. but I feel like if you're literally having a like con- a true connection through your sex and there's you know, your bodies are in the same motion, like all these type of things will create a soul tie those are more important to me than just you know right the ones where you're intertwined right in the force of god why you had to bring him <laughs> he, he did not ask to be brought into this he said, uh-uh. i ain't tell you to intertwine with nobody i i agree oh. though like that i think like those one night stands or or whatever are the ones that, you know, where you leave a little piece of you with that other person, whatever the case may be. And I honestly, just my personal opinion, I feel like men leave more soul ties with women than women do with men. And I say that just because every time they have an orgasm, this is just my personal opinion now. I feel like every time they have an orgasm, even if they wear a condom, they release 
their energy into whoever they're having sexual relations with. So women, we're not having orgasms as often as men. Hmm. Okay. So, so I feel like. But I feel I, I feel like a woman is leaving because she's putting more emotion um, into the sex than a man is. Well, see, that's the that's the severe soul tie. That's the one that you and I are talking about, where you're intertwined like serpents. But that's the that's the real toxic soul tie. But, Why does it have to be toxic? Because it is. It, it's never. It's never a good soul tie. Have you noticed? Like, who? When you've heard of soul, I don't believe that's true. Okay, so well, so tell me your take it, on it. Why does it have to be a toxic soul soul tie? I haven't seen a, a untoxic soul tie yet. <laughs> that's, that's why I feel like that. Whoever you're dealing with. Just in, or even outside of that, you making bad decisions on who you uh, tie in your soul with. Now, I don't really only have like one soul tie, but that soul tie, I think I've broken that tie to where you know it is merely a memory, or the things that we did were a memory, but it's it's nothing like I would just answer his calls or I'll go back. None of that. I I feel like I've detoxed myself to the point where that soul tie is. No longer strong, if that makes sense. Um, but every soul tie that I've seen, it's usually those toxic situations where they've tried to move on separately away from each other with someone else. And they still wind up back with each other or messing around with each other when they get new partners. No matter how many people they date or move forward with, something just draws them back to each other. And I don't know if they can't express themselves about what they feel. I don't know what the issue is and why the people that are tied with their souls, why they just won't be I together. Some, I think sometimes with that is it's fear. Like when you have certain connections with people that are so strong, sometimes it's, it's a little scary to um, like fully indulge in it because it's so strong or so intense. Like, is it the fear of the unknown of how things could end? So if you don't fully give yourself with everything in you outside of that soul tie, you are 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 people afraid that they're going to be heartbroken? Probably. I mean, I know that anybody that I've ever had like intense uh, connections with, I would usually stray away from that person. I can see how intense it could be. Because it's I toxic. Will- Huh? I say because it's fucking toxic. But not, that doesn't mean that it's toxic. Sometimes you just don't, you know, I don't really like emotion. So for me, it's easier to stay away from them and the person that's going to get me <laughs> in that space. Stay away from them. Um, <laughs> the person that's going to get me in that space, you know, I have to try to stay away from them as much as possible. So it, sometimes it's you can't, but I just won't allow myself to ever fully indulge in what this could be with us because I know this could be like really extreme and if we go bad it may right. be too much and that's that's that right there is what makes it toxic because no this no this is what makes it toxic <laughs> when two people are straying away or one person is straying away and the other one is trying to bring them closer so now you have this kind of tug of war of emotions and of the soul where one is trying to connect and the other is pulling and so no matter how many partners you have, 
Resistance is not toxicity. That's what makes it. That's what's making it toxic. No, that's not. I think it is. No. (laughs) Unless unless the people are going crazy, like the other person who is resisting, or the person who's pushing is doing, um, you know, extreme stuff that that is mental in a sense. Then it's it's toxic, right? But. You know, if they're controlling, if they're just, if they're stalking you and, you know, that type of stuff. But if it's just the person that's trying to get you to, um, you know, see what this is or whatever, I don't feel like that's being toxic. It becomes toxic. Like, you pursue it. I mean, if that's the case in in general and what we teach men to do in in the sense of preying on women, and and that's toxic. But that is what, that's how it's always been. That's, that's, that the men have to pursue the woman. Right. But I feel like it becomes toxic when it becomes the emotions are all bottled up and they're out there on display and no one can control them. And that's usually what makes situation toxic, that, uncontrollable emotions. People not having or not mature emotion in with their emotions or they don't know what to do with that. I, the last thing I'm going to be is toxic. And so none of the relationships will be that, right? Unless I create some, if I create, if I'm starting to cross boundaries and do crazy things, then yeah. But just because I'm guarding my emotions and I don't want to deal with it, that does not make me toxic. Yeah, it doesn't make you, but your partner's going to be toxic because you have no, this so. Not. Why yeah, does but he have to be toxic? One of you are going to be toxic. Two people are not, you guys like are not going to be fucking really sane. That's not normal. I think it is very much normal. Everything shouldn't be toxic. I I totally agree. Starting to hate. Stop saying it. Okay, (laughs) toxic toxicity. (laughs) I think that it's it's once you get those soul ties, it's something that can never you can never let go unless you just separate yourselves or move away from each other to where there is no contact. That's the only way you can detox from the situation of soul ties. Because, of course, like any other situation or relationship, you're going to think about that person. You're going to think about the happy times, no matter how long ago it is. You know, you may have the little things that remind you of this person. But with the soul tie, you can literally be thinking about them and they'll text you. It's weird shit. So... So whenever I think about somebody that's toxic or... Spirits and, and, and what's the other word, um... Oh, what's there's another word for not mental telepathy, but like just because you have that sort of connection, th- those are just that doesn't mean that it's toxic. So what that, is that? So what does it mean? Yeah, I, I need you to have better exam examples of relationships in your life that you just think that because somebody feels a certain way and maybe pulling, resisting, or pushing that that is toxicity. That is not. That toxic is gonna be toxic because they show up at your job. <laughs> you know, they show up at Thanksgiving dinner at your mama house with a pie, or they're trying to control you, um, or they are their um their traumas in life on you. That's that that's levels of toxic. Right, because they can't control their emotions and they want you to themselves, but they can't express themselves or control their emotions to, in a way that is conducive for the both of you. 
That's what makes it toxic. You know that you're not going to just find somebody who is automatically going to be able to do those things. It's either you're going to conform to each other. Mm -hmm. Because there's always going to be people. You're always going to meet somebody who doesn't know how to deal with your emotions, their emotions, or, you know, it's always going to be something. It doesn't have to be exactly that situation. I'm just saying, like, there's always going to be things that doesn't mean that the situation is toxic. People just have to learn to, like, mesh into each other's lives, in a sense. I agree. Intertwine into each other's lives just because we come at or we meet each other at a time where both of us can be on two different... um like two different areas in our life doesn't necessarily mean that we are now toxic because we're not on the same level in life. I agree. So with our emotions or, you know, whatever. So you believe you don't believe that soul ties are toxic or what caused toxicity? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because if, if, if we're intertwined, first of all, it can't be, if we're intertwining, if our, if we are considered soul ties, because of sex, that means the sex must have been great. That right there is not even the issue. Why we may not still be together has to do with something completely different than that. So I don't feel like a soul tie is is great. Sex is not necessarily toxic. It may be whatever the issue of, of us. Both issues will be there. Right. I mean, maybe the dynamics of the situations outside of how you guys became soul ties is what may make it toxic. But I know it's some toxicity intertwined and all that bullshit. There are some toxic stuff. There are some poison in there. So I don't know if it's the outside situation where you guys may have started and you weren't supposed to be having sex together. All right. Well, you go go around just soul tie with wax sex. Then that's fine. Go ahead. Do what you want. I'm not. I don't want no parts of it. So you, so immediately when you get good dick, you have a soul tie, and now it's toxic. Now I can't be with you because it's toxic. Now you just said no, 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 no. I'm saying the dynamics <laughs> outside of the good dick or that you got. So some cases it may just, for example, it may be a situation where you're not supposed to have sex with this person. It end up happening. It ends up being great, right? You guys end up having sex on a regular. You build this connection. But either maybe both of you got somebody else or your take, whatever the case may be, you guys actually cannot be together for one reason or another. But this, this sex is so great. You've built this kind of relationship and this bond that you don't have with anyone else. And you know, you're not supposed to be around this person. You know, you're not supposed to entertain this person. So one is going to try to cut the other one off. They can't. I don't care if you delete a number. There are texting apps. You can get in contact with somebody. You can email them. People will email you. And it doesn't mean that they're a stalker. It's just that soul tie is so real and they don't want that bond to go anywhere else. They don't want that bond to be shared with anyone else. But they understand the outside dynamics of their relationship prior to the sex is what's causing them not to be able to be together. Mm -hmm. So they're willing to risk it all and ruin so many, whatever the situation is outside of, of them two, they're willing to risk it by continuing to do what they're doing because the sex is great and they have this bond that's unthinkable. And it may not always be just about sex. They built a bond now to where they just want to be in each other's presence. They'll sneak off and go sit behind a movie theater and just talk. 
If you got to sneak and just talk, it's a toxic situation. <laughs> if you can't go out to dinner or to lunch and brunch and have a conversation, it's it's a toxic situation. <coughs> yeah, that's that's why I say it's a lot of it's it's other components. I don't know what because every situation is different. I don't know what would exactly make it toxic, but I know when you get great sex between somebody, that is definitely indication that this is going to be toxic if you guys cannot be together and come together as one and coexist. So if you still have a relationship, y'all end up breaking up later on and do your soul, do your tithe. No. Can you cleanse yourself of the person ever? You can. You absolutely can, but that's going to come with a full detox of separation and separation. I mean, no contact and building yourself up because you're, you're always, they're always going to be a memory to you. You're always going to have thoughts of them because a soul tie is always going to be there. But the only thing you can do is detach from that soul tie, I guess, slightly or loosen the grip up of the soul tie to where it's not as strong. Yes, it is. It is. There's no losing it. Once you've already done it, that's it. Right. That's why people like, you can, that's why you see so many people, or at least in movies or TV, this is what they make it seem like. You had this soul tie with somebody you dated in high school, maybe the beginning years of college, and now you guys are 40, and you guys are now wanting the same thing back because it never, the feeling that you guys have, the bond that you guys had before, and you guys didn't work for whatever reason, you still want to make this work, or you still want to try it, or you still want them a part of your life. Yeah, I know that. I know that all too well. Oh, so you're toxic. That's all. You, if you want to be toxic, just say I don't, that. I don't feel that it is toxic. I feel like it is what it is. <laughs> People just know, you know, you know who that person is in your life and what they are to you in your life. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be toxic. Everybody, everybody is adults. Like you can choose to what extreme things happen to you in your life. Yeah, and how much you allow the person to even consume your life. So, so no, anything that is toxic is a lot of times because you have allowed it to be, but it does not necessarily deem to be to- deem as toxic to me. So, do you think that you can detach from somebody if you have a soul tie? Do you know who I'm talking? To? You know who you're talking to. I can de- detach from the individual. But that, that's what I'm saying. You can what detach the from me. individual is and means to me in my life is still always going to be that to me. Right. But if they came, so say if you were going through your detox phase, right, where you're not having any contact, um, you, you're, you're cutting them off, kind of, you know, trying to build that wall or loosen up the strings of that soul tie, right? And they walk into your shop. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a situation where you have this soul tie. Yeah. A lot. It happens, I mean, I don't want to say it happens a lot, but there's a, people who come by. I mean, I'm at work. Sound like you got me in a corner somewhere or something. In a dark alley. Not in a bedroom. I'm at work. Like, what do you want me to do? Lay me across the table and while I'm at work? Like, I, no. I know damn well if I'm in your shop, I bet not see none of that. It would never be. That that's all I got to say is I don't want no parts of your soul ties. I don't want to see none of your soul tying and intertwining. Yeah, no, like yeah, people have to just like I said, everybody is grown enough and have you have to have whatever self control or or whatever 
you have to just know for yourself, like, yeah, I don't want to go back down that road with that person, or I don't want, or we're at different areas in our life, and I don't want that anymore. It's decisions. Simple, logical decisions. And I don't, do you want this, yes or no? That's it. Do you want this, yes or no? I don't think it's that easy. I think because you're you, you want it to be you want it to be complicated. I don't. I really don't. I think that because you're not really an emotional person, you can detach from God Himself if you wanted to. No, I couldn't. But no, me not being emotional does not mean that I don't have emotions or feelings for people. I damn sure can't tell. I, just I thought you didn't have. I any. just don't govern my life. My actions, daily actions, are not governed by whatever emotion I'm feeling on the inside. I can be irritated. I can be happy. I can and most of the time on the outside of my face, you're not gonna necessarily know what emotion I'm having on the inside. It just it doesn't it does not govern anything. <clears throat> Maybe my eyes do my face my facial expression make a little bit. No, your face that means but I have emotions. It is I've never seen you have emotions. Because for you, an emotion has to be like, you have to see somebody cry. You have to see them happy with a big smile on their face. You have you have to see actual emotions. Like, what an emotion looks like. So that, I, for you, means a person has emotions. But that doesn't necessarily... So you, it doesn't have to be that way. So yours is invisible, is what you're saying. <laughs> You have invisible emotions because I thought emotional hang up this goddamn phone. That's the emotion I'm going to show you. Yeah. See now. See now. See now we're ruffling feathers. Now. <laughs> now you want to hang up the conversation in the middle of recording a podcast because you have invisible emotions. I've never heard that before. You know, but it's not invisible. <laughs> I hate you. Now. I that that means you love me. So that there is emotion. There's okay. emotion that I that I know That's you have. You want to take it out? Yeah, because I know you as the individual that has a heart with barbed wires around it. So you think it's healthy? You don't think it's toxic for somebody who has a lot of emotion? No, or, I wouldn't say overly emotional, but like governs their day to day by their emotions. I I don't think those that wear their emotions on their sleeve. I don't think they're toxic. I think their ability to allow their emotions to control them right. is and when i say when I, that's what i said when they i are say, governing their day-to-day through their emotions no you can have your emotions throughout the day like if you need to cry it's okay to cry but if you're angry and you cry and you're throwing a, a glass vase now you're allowing your emotions to take control that's when it becomes toxic because that means that if whatever the dynamics that you have with your soul type partner is you see something you don't like, whether they're with their girlfriend that they've had prior to you guys building this soul tie. You happen to see them out in public where he's whining and dining her. Now you're upset. You're crying, which is okay to cry and feel a certain type of way. But when you slash those tires or you bust the windows, that's when you've let it take control of you. Okay. So you can, you can absolutely show that you have emotions. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you have actions behind those emotions, that's when it kind of shifts. It turns. All right. Well, I think it's toxic. Yeah, that that's toxic. When you let your actions. I know. I think whether or not you 
okay, just because you feel like you want to cry, you have to go cry. No, you don't. There's other <laughs> things you can do. <laughs> what the fuck you got to go cry for? Okay, that's fucking from an invis- a person with invisible emotions. God, yeah. it makes sense. It makes sense. I look. I respect that. I've never heard before, but it makes sense if you never. if you don't really express yourself when it comes to emotions like outward, so people can see them. Of course, you wouldn't probably act on it. Why, why do people need to see your emotions? What is that doing for you? I don't think it's necessarily that people have to see your emotions. I think it's more so just your expect expression. So for me, emotions when you allow yourself to cry. Or when you allow your like to show anger, not like using actions, but to to maybe be just upset. I feel like that's toxins leaving your body. Like you're getting it out of your system. Because yeah. me personally, I feel like if you leave your emotions bottled in, that's when people explode. So when you're angry and little stuff keep pissing you off and you just don't get it out of just go talk to yourself in the car and like, this bitch is pissing me off. She need to get the fuck away. And then you get out of the car, you're, you're not, you're 10 times better. But you had to get it out in some way. Okay. Everybody has their different forms. Mine is just playing Candy Crush. I get agitated and bothered. I play Candy Crush. Hmm. You know, someone up, you know, someone breaks my heart, whatever. I can cry. I probably breaks wouldn't want to cry in front of. Huh? Somebody done broke your heart? I mean, everybody's suffered a heartbreak, but it, it's nothing recently. That's never going to happen again. <laughs> I learned my lesson. You didn't answer the question. I said everybody's suffered a heartbreak. I didn't so ask you about everybody. I asked you about you. Well, we're, well, process elimination. If I said everybody, then that means me, duh. <laughs> God, you didn't have to make me say it like that. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it. Yes, I have suffered a heartbreak, but it was years ago. Won't happen again. So I made sure of that. But you have a soul tied to him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a long pause. Mm. Either soul time. Previously, yeah. Previously, Previously. yeah. That before I detox. Now I'm good. But stay away from <laughs> me. But we're I'm good. Stay away from me though. But I'm good. I think it's just best that we stay in different rims of our life do i want to hang out absolutely not do i want to go to lunch or dinner to talk no i don't for what damn <laughs> okay but i'm wrong okay yeah you are wrong i'm still fully detoxing i've got most of it out but i want to make sure it's all gone well majority of it because i know all of it won't be gone but yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's 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 my rationale <laughs> on toxicity and soul ties. So how many how do you feel how many soul ties do you think someone can actually have? Like I mean extreme soul ties. So I have one which we just <laughs> which we just previous we just breeze over or brushed over rather. Mm-hmm. How many um, I think you can have as many as you want. I think we'll have maybe three in our lifetime, three severe well, soul ties. Possibly so specific. You don't, you can have as many to- soul ties as many 
with as many people as you want to tie your soul with. It's up to you. Like, why is it three? I, I think that you can have as many soul ties. I agree with you there, but I think three severe soul ties where these will always leave a lasting impression on you. Like on your deathbed, you will think about at least these three soul ties before you die. On my deathbed. Before you die, I'm not you're gonna, about. you are, you're, you're going to think about them because they had, they're going to have the biggest, I feel like they're going to have the biggest impact on your life because of that bond. I mean, the biggest impact. That's why I say you can always have as many soul ties as you want, but those strong, you know, gripping and, and hard soul ties, those that'll never leave you where even once you detach and you loosen up those strings, you'll still see that even though the car is on E between you two, it's still going to be some fumes in there. No matter how much time goes by. Well, why only three? Why you keep, why is the, why three? Because it's reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, goodbye. (laughs) Because it's reasonable. I think three is manageable. Three is manageable. Yeah. Three it is. Then you go to four and five. I don't care how many of them is. Once again, I said, I'm out here just trying to leave a little piece of myself. (laughs) (laughs) You are trash. I'm I'm so glad that you're not a man. I swear I am so glad you're not a man because that screams single mother. That statement screams single mother. Just trying to leave a piece of my stuff with everybody. It screams Jody from Baby Boy. Oh, why got to be Jody? I want you to have my baby. Because I thought if I ever got killed, I wanted to leave something behind. That's who exactly who the hell you sound like. Jody, my Jody. Well. <laughs> See, God knew what he was doing when he made you a woman. He really he did. did. He did because I, yeah, I don't, you would be that toxic guy. I know. I would be ruining lives. And you wouldn't even think twice about it. I would not. I feel like you would get married, but you still be leaving your legacy with other people. Everywhere I could. And it makes, you don't even have, you don't have a fucking reason. Whoever wants it. You don't, you, whoever wants it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, as, as a man, I honestly, if I if I could probably be that reckless as a woman, I would. If it didn't come with you know the judgment and shit, she said, "If I could be that reckless, <laughs> I would." I've never met a rebel like you. I swear <laughs> to God, I, why am I a rebel? I've never met someone who wants to be toxic. I don't want to be toxic, but I damn sure want to be free. I want to be able to do whatever the hell I want to do. You can nobody saying shit. You can absolutely do that, but I think that this whole I think this whole legacy leaving behind thing is one sided because you want to leave your legacy. I'm not sure everybody else would want your legacy and have to carry it by themselves. Anybody who gets to the point of having sex with me, they want my legacy. Because you understand who I am, like I'm not the easiest person to deal with 
you're sitting here willing a lot oh of the times, most of the time, they just said they just wanted to, they thought they were going to break me down. Yeah, it doesn't ever work. Um, I'm going to let you try, though. Um, <laughs> they want my life. <laughs> they want my, they want it. And they want to hold on to it for as long as they can. Wow. I'm just, I'm just being 100. Wow. You know, I learned something about you new every day. Shut up. There's nothing new to learn. If, Just think about it. Like, if we were not so caught, if we weren't even thinking about it. Now, you said what? If. Where? Who was the person who created Soul Ties? Was that like in the Bible or something? I don't think so. I think that's something maybe we have created. Maybe the Romans created that, but I don't think it was like Bible that's ministry. We over here creating shit. And then trying to live, but I don't have to, I don't want to. You don't, you don't have to, but I think that you just, I don't like that way you said, leave the legacy behind. It just screams single mother. I feel like if you were a man, you would have a plethora of kids around here that you didn't even know about. No, I would definitely take care of the children. I'm not, I wouldn't be that creep. I wouldn't be that person. Mm. Well, I'd be like, you know, your mama wanted my legacy. So I gave it to her. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I gave it to her. I gave it to her. And because things... In, and then I can hear you saying, but because we didn't work out, she tried to keep you away from me. That's why I'm now in your life I now. I would not be that. I would not be that person. I really wouldn't. Would, you, not, would you, know, you fight for custody? That. I mean, if I felt like she wasn't a good mother, so I would you, I would fight for equal custody of any of my children. All ten of them. Like I should have the same amount of time as you get. All ten of them, right? Yeah. That's ridiculous. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not about to be no deadbeat. No, you get, I don't even understand what you would be buying that would be enough money between the two to take care of, between. I would be able to take care of my children. I would. I would make sure that I would take care. I would not be a deadbeat. But I definitely would not mind, you know, yeah. having the children. Absolutely. On the meantime, it's easy. They don't have anything to worry about. You know what I'm saying? The first, but five. I probably wouldn't teach my children to be. I would never want my my daughters to find a man like me, nor would I want my sons. To <laughs> okay, to so why the hell would you? <laughs> oh my god! I wouldn't put that on them. I wouldn't want them to know that or see that. So you know that question is going to arise if you were a man, Dad. Why do my siblings have different moms? Because your father didn't commit to the to. The mothers, we were in relationships, but we didn't last. You were just you were just slinging your baby gravy everywhere. Is what you that's that was that should be a. You see that's the problem because a lot of times these kids know too much about how the men was to their mother as in a relationship. The children don't need to know that. Well, see the thing you is, don't need to know that that kid is their mother. You don't need to know what kind of boyfriend. The relationship I have with you is son and daughter, son and father. Right. That's what you should know. But I think I think the reason why, even though I agree with you that the child, even if things don't work out, the child shouldn't have to know the dynamics of 
the relationship between the mom and the dad. But I think the issue that happens and arises with that is because it's usually lopsided when the child is conceived. So most times it's a perception that is given to the mom from the dad when they are doing whatever they're doing. And then when the child is conceived, things kind of change. So like you, one thing I can respect is that if you were a guy, I know that you would be completely honest with everybody, but that's not usually what's happening when these situations are arising. So everything is kind of fine when, you know, the child is being conceived. And then when it comes that it's another responsibility, it's almost like, well, I didn't really want this or this and that. And so now you got a situation where you don't want your legacy me to have your legacy because you're still being selfish and want to do what you want to do. But the way you made me feel was as if we could have a future and you didn't stop or try to prevent this legacy from being created. And I think that's when the issues start to arise because there's no honesty from the very beginning. So if more men were like you, if you were a man, I think the world would be a better place because if you did leave your legacy behind, I'm pretty sure that the mothers will understand what the situation is. And it'll probably be a situation with like sister wives or something. But as I was stating, like, I feel like if you were the parent, you guys will all be on the same page. There wouldn't be any issues, any mishaps. So once the child's born, there's not going to be this beef between you two because she would know what it is prior. Absolutely. So I think that's the biggest void. And I honestly, mean, that would go even now, even, even if I was not a man, well, not even if, even with me being a woman, mm-hmm. the same things would happen now too. Right. I like, I agree. There's just a lot that I feel is un- very unnecessary and that causes a lot of the problems. Um, and I feel like women take, take away uh, sometimes like discredit men. And I don't feel like that's fair. Right. Matter of fact, I'm not saying this. There's people who ain't doing shit. I get it. Right. But even the ones who are just trying to do the bare minimum, you know what I'm saying? It's like that's still not enough. And then you, you, you want to get on this man? Like you can't, you can't get mad at him. You knew he had three other kids that he also has to take care. of Your child does not take precedence over all the other children. You, you can't. So if he can only give your son or your daughter, you know, two hours. But he's consistent and he's always there on his two hours. And he's always making sure he do. Then you you gotta at least give him that credit. Come I on. agree. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of different things that play a role in why I think women feel that way. Matter of fact, that may be a good topic for next week. Yeah, we could that, do that. Yeah, we could we can pick up we can pick up on that topic about honesty, um, and the dynamics that women. Um, I, I think. For the most part, women can't accept honesty. A lot of women cannot handle honesty. Um, and the repercussions that come from an over-honest man or over-honest You don't have emotions. Yeah, honesty without emotions. Hmm. That sounds like it would piss me off. If I was on the receiving end, that does. Oh my gosh. Where can they follow us, girl? Yeah, yeah. you guys can follow us on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can follow, listen to us also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, um, Amazon Podcasts, 
Um, and also Stitcher, if I haven't said that already. Um, if you guys would like to email us, you can email us at um, balanceandwater at yahoo.com and also balanceandwater at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at balanceandwater. I'm um, in both of our personal pages. Mine is ar- at Ariel Durant. Um, and then my partner's is also at Beautiful Mess. And in the mess, the E is actually a three. Um, so we're actually going to pick up on this topic about women and honesty next week. So you got anything else you want to say, say to them before we end this one? No. All Have right. a good week. Be safe. Yes. Continue to wear your mask, guys. Continue to wear your mask. All righty, then. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.